Good evening to you and yours, listeners. I'm your host, Felix Zorkstein, and today is November 41st. You know what that means. Today is the 208th anniversary of the founding of our town. That's right. 208 years ago today, the colony ship carrying our ancestors arrived here in the Oceanus Porcelarum, or Ocean of Storms. For those of you visiting us from out of town, from other dimensions, or from neighboring solar systems, here's an interesting question. How did our little bird get its name? First caller with the correct answer wins three cans of premium droid chassis polish. Rub your robot the right way with Toxo's Robot Rub. Oh, and it looks like we've already got a caller on the line. Go ahead, caller. My name is Corey of Ornax 6, and I wish to make a complaint to the manager. Every time I go to Don Seafood Shack, the portions of tartar sauce are insufficient to quench my hunger for mayonnaise and tarragon. Uh, ma'am, this is a radio station, not Don Seafood Shack. I am aware of that. Still, I must speak to the manager. The manager of the radio station? I'm afraid you can't. I'm not even allowed to speak to him. He only comes by twice a year to do payroll. He always wears a hooded robe and never lets me see his face. In fact, I don't even know his name. Or if he even has a name. Or a face, for that matter. What's your mind, Corinne? Of something else I wish to complain about. Okay, next caller. You're on the air. (sighs) Um... Is this one 900 moon sucks? Nope. Okay, listeners, let's give this one last try, shall we? Caller, you're on the air. Please tell me you're calling to answer the trivia question. Oh yeah, Felix, I got some truth to lay on your listeners today. Excuse me, sir, if I'm wrong, but you sound like a local, and the question was directed to our visitors from outside of the colony. Oh yeah, it's me, Jervis. You know, I live out near the dome in that little trailer what got them big antennas on top of it. Now look here. The government won't tell you this, but, uh... We're just gonna stop that. In fact, I don't think we're gonna be doing call-ins again for a while. Partly because I just don't want to anymore but also because I just smashed the comm panel into bits with the station's fire extinguisher. Anyway, something else out-of-towners might not realize is that those of us fortunate enough to have been born here in Luna 7 were given mandatory approved history memory implants as infants. Now, you might ask yourself, what did it feel like to receive such knowledge as a newborn child? Thrust into the existential crisis of being confronted with one's own mortality and the cycles of time and history before even knowing what your own feet looked like? Of course not. The implants were thoroughly tested for at least two weeks by guys in lab coats. Were they scientists? Doctors? The Supreme Magistrate's lawn guys? No one knows, listeners. No one knows. But sometimes ignorance is bliss. 
And that flashing light on the board tells me that my producer wants me to get back on topic. So here we go. Our quaint little moon Hamlet was named after the Soviet Luna 7 probe, which crashed into the lunar surface, precisely 184 years before our own ill-fated colony ship itself also crashed here in the same spot. Coincidence? Almost certainly so as the town's ironic coincidence field generator was not installed and made operational until the latter half of 2304. So that, visitors, is how our colony got its name. Speaking of visitors, with lunar night mere hours away, it is only prudent that I read out the appropriate safety notices that longtime residents should already be familiar with. Lunar night is approaching. Two weeks of darkness during which the challenges that we face as a community will change drastically. With nightfall, the moon beasts outside of the dome will return to the lava tubes to which they came, to be replaced by the near-constant string of minor seismic events from giant subterranean moonworm activity. But don't worry, visitors, as residents can attest to the moonworms, like the moon beasts, present no danger whatsoever to the colony and are merely a nuisance. Well, except that one time one of them got disoriented and crashed into the Guild of Robot Minions underground multifunction room. There were no fatalities, however, the Guild's foosball table was damaged beyond repair. Speaking of the city's underground, a friendly reminder that night is when the Perplexian Mole people leave the sewers and rummage through our trash bins in search of food scraps, as well as crafting supplies for their variety of handmade goods. Remember, folks, whatever you do, make sure your bins are free of anything that contains blueberries. Also, if one confronts you in the street and asks for blueberries, do not give them blueberries! The Supreme Magistrate's roving death squads cannot sustain horrific losses like they did the last time Mrs. Brumble accidentally left a blueberry pie cooling on her windowsill during lunar night. The Office of the Supreme Magistrate, the OSM, would like to remind everyone in Luna 7 that the fall of lunar night also means an inevitable rise in criminal activity. Not the kind of criminal activity that funds the OSM, mind you, but the bad kind. The kind that does not provide public funds with which to keep the colony safe under the watch of the roving death squads. Speaking of the roving death squads, Constable Clark put out a statement reminding the residents that the punishment for non-violent crimes remains the same as usual, mind erasure and conscription into the roving death squads. The punishment for violent crimes, however, has been changed from pneumatic tube firing into deep space to pneumatic tube firing into the sun. Residents and visitors are also reminded to steer clear of the city's red light district. The red lights are there for a reason. They are trying to say, stay away from the red light district. It is still infested with packs of flesh-eating mutant koalas. They have no mercy. They feel no pain. Stay away. In other news, patrons of the Modern Art Museum on Level 3 have reportedly been spontaneously combusting. Fingers are being pointed at Andy's Death Beams, a heat ray manufacturer located directly below the Modern Art Museum on Level 2. 
Factory administration, however, put out a statement claiming that there have been no recent industrial malfunctions or accidents that could lead to such combustions, stating, None of our workers have burst into flames, so it must be a personal choice by the museum patrons. It definitely has nothing to do with our production of deadly high-yield heat rays. Heat rays don't kill people. People kill people. Well, and sometimes rabid mole people kill people. When asked for comment, a representative of the Office of the Supreme Magistrate said, Our position is that no one should choose spontaneous combustion. There are other options if your life is on a downward trajectory. Maybe try drugs or alcohol. We hear that works for some people. Pressed for further details, the representative, identified only as number three, advised that if residents were truly concerned with the proximity of Andy's death beams to the modern art museum, that they should instead visit the Supreme Magistrate's Museum of Ideologically Approved Artwork. Listeners, it appears that the station manager is here, and he's... He's knocking on the recording booth glass. He's... He's holding up something. It appears to be a manila folder with something written on it in permanent marker. It says, stop now. He's flipping it around. Stop now before they hear you. He's somehow flipping the manila folder over again to reveal a third side? That should not exist under the laws of physics as we know them. It says, too late. Oh no. The caller ID. It says, Ministry of Things That Never Happened. I, I need to take this call, listeners. I say sincerely, I hope to see you again for the morning show. Though, I'm not sure if I'll see you again at all. If our paths never cross again, just... Don't forget me, okay? Good night, Luna 7. Luna 7 Radio is produced by Outworld Press. It is written by Emerson Flynn and stars Mark Roddy as Felix Zorkstein. It is presented ad-free for your listening pleasure and is therefore supported only by listener contributions. If you would like to drop a tip in our tip jar, please visit tinyearl.com slash luna7tipjar. For more information on the podcast, to contact us, or to purchase our merch, you may visit our website at www.luna7radio.tk.